0: podcast is part of the sports social podcast network
1: look staying healthy isn't easy watching your diet hitting the gym avoiding stress but a good night's rest helps boost your overall health and wellness and it couldn't be easier the new sleep number 360 smart bed is the only bed that effortlessly adjusts and responds to both of you the result you wake up ready for anything proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep during our Memorial Day sale, save $1,000 on the new Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed, Queen, now 17 only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Look, staying healthy isn't easy. Watching your diet, hitting the gym, avoiding stress... But a good night's rest helps boost your overall health and wellness. And it couldn't be easier. The new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed is the only bed that effortlessly adjusts and responds to both of you. The result? You wake up ready for anything. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. During our Memorial Day sale, save $1,000 on the new Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed Queen, now seventeen ninety nine. only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com.
0: Good evening and welcome to the Fat Back 4 podcast. I am Gav and with me I have Chris, I have Grizz and I have Keith on tonight's show and um, we're looking forward to Liverpool getting back into action next week and what we're going to do is we're going to have a little look at the season so far. We're going to have a look at the COVID situation, the injury situation, internationals being all over the place, um, season expectations loads of bits and pieces I suppose uh, in the next hour or so but I want to start with um, some sad news today um, with regards to Liverpool and it's the death of uh, Ray Clemens um, Ray Clemens passed away and there's, there's been a short statement um, on behalf of the Clemens family and it goes like this the Clemens family have released a statement following the deeply sad news of the passing of Liverpool legend Ray Clemens aged 72 with great sadness we write to let you know that Ray Clemens passed away peacefully today surrounded by loving family by his loving family, sorry. After fighting so hard for such a long time, he's now at peace and in no more pain. The family would like to say a huge thank you for all the love and support that he's received over the years. He was loved so much by all, by us all and will never be forgotten. Rest in peace, Ray Clements. Um, everyone at the LFC Day Troopers would like to send our sincere condolences to the Clements family. and for me still goes down as the best ever Liverpool goalkeeper I'm sure um, a lot of people feel the same but our deepest um, condolences um, from everyone at the LFC Daytrippers to the Clemens family friends um, ex-players managers he's played everybody um, associated with Ray Clemens lads um, loads of comments coming in there um, saying rest rest in peace uh, Ray Clements and stuff like that I, want, I'll ha- I wasn't going to do this but let's have a little word about it because Keith um, you know I'm a bit, it's before my time, but when you look at the clips of Ray Clemens playing for Liverpool and the saves he pulls off and what he's involved in and the success he's involved in, he still goes down as, for me, um, by watching the clips and what I've seen in my lifetime, as the best goalkeeper Liverpool have ever had. Yeah, I suppose he's the he's the standard
2: bearer, isn't he? For um, as Kevin Sullivan has said in the chat, for Liverpool goalkeepers, because he was he's been there through the first three European Cup wins you know he's got their medals in the in the cabinet and longevity has him certainly as the greatest goalkeeper now obviously he's before my time as well but like my man I are both huge Liverpool supporters and you know I grew up in a house where Clemens was revered so like it's a sad day for Liverpool fans everywhere really he'll know
0: about him. big loss Absolutely huge loss, Grizz um, you know when you do look back at the clips of this fella, he was absolutely unbelievable. He was like in the modern game, he'd be, he'd be sensational.
3: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's just a, a pretty much a, a sad time, isn't it? For Liverpool at the time, it seems. And then this, and this, this, this news today tops it off. Um, you know, an absolute natural, do you know when you say some, some players are natural? Uh, this, 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 this keeper was a natural keeper. If you ever saw one, Um everything, You'll be surprised to know that he was before my time as well, just um, but a fantastic goalkeeper and by all accounts, by every account, by the just by the sort of the references people have made to him and sort of testimonies people have given to us for tributes have given to him already, you know, an absolutely brilliant human being on top as well.
0: Uh, Emma Cavanagh says best Liverpool keeper ever without a doubt if you've not seen him play crack out the old videos on YouTube that's where I got it from I got it from you know I I used to watch when I was a kid the history of Liverpool and it only went up to about 1990 and when you watched me, my one went up to yeah my one went to 1990 Um, but it was it it was just some of the saves and stuff was unbelievable but Chris like you see you know we see Alisson now and we've seen really good goalkeepers Pepe Reina Grobbler over the years but when all the discussions come around, Ray Clemens seems to be still on top of them. That's how good he was.
4: Yeah, he's, he is the standard bearer. I mean, the way my dad described Ray Clemens is probably not similar to Alisson, but he had this—he had—he had this aura about it. He'd make difficult saves look simple, and he just brought a calmness to a fantastic side. I mean, you know, three European Cups, five league titles. You know, he he you, you can't be replaced. You know, I think Allison is probably the closest we'll ever get <laughs> to. Abrey Clements which is high praise indeed I mean and even when he left Liverpool he's loved by uh, Totten. he went to Tottenham next yeah. and mm. I've seen the video of um, I think we had to beat Tottenham to win a league to win another league title yeah. and he was the opposition keeper came out to the cop, he got the biggest round of applause in the court. he was yeah. adored by the cop. I even think it when was 82 to to club, was it? Possibly 82 yeah um, so you know that says a lot about him. You know, even when he left the club, he was still absolutely revered and adored. And to be fair, he was loved by uh, the England setup. He was in the England setup for a long, long time. You know, lots of England managers, Capello, and that trusted him with the goalkeepers we have. You know, so even post playing career, he was so highly regarded. You know, it's a real sad loss.
0: Yeah, it is a sad loss. And I've seen a a brilliant picture today of Clemens approaching the cop on the day you speak about. And he has his arms in the air to the cop and everyone on the cop has their arms up to him, you know. Um, just an unbelievable goalkeeper and a sad day for Liverpool and and his family and friends. Um, lads, I want to move on. And, you know, we, we want to have a look at this season, how it's gone so far. It's a mad season. There's no doubt about it. It's a completely it's the strange, like we thought last season was strange. This is just bizarre now at this stage, but I want to look around the whole COVID situation. And Grizz, I'll come to you first. You know, we thought we were going to be able to control this. You know, when you seen the the break in football last season, we came back, players were in bubbles and all this sort of stuff was going on. And we thought we were going to be able to control this, no fans and grounds or whatever it might be. But the COVID situation now, Grizz, for me, is just getting out of hand. I don't know if you agree.
3: Um, I wouldn't say it's out of hand yet, but yeah, you're right. It's getting out of hand. If there was to be any sort of more significant rises, I mean, first and foremost, thank God um, that the internationals are over now, I believe until March, March. if I'm mistaken, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so that's uh, a major, major um, issue. Hopefully that sort of helps in terms of COVID cases um but yeah just generally it's a mess isn't it covid i mean on top of the injuries it's it's turning into what well, it's turning into if not if last season was wasn't the sort of the weirdest ending to a season anyone's seen this is definitely the weirdest season ever that i can recall and remember in terms of um you know working out what's happening in terms of people's city t- clubs squads players uh, injuries covid it's a, it's an absolute mad situation, and and the authorities haven't helped. They haven't helped at all, and instead of helping or trying to work out the betterment for the players, they've confused it and, in, and you know and, and made it worse. So, fair play to the the the, the people in charge. <laughs>
0: uh, Keith, is this a knock on effect from the Champions League wanting to be finished last season? Because you know we we've seen domestic football is one thing. Now we did see certain leagues call a halt. Belgium, France, um, Holland. Holland, Scotland um, called the halt fairly early on. That it, The English went on and, and brought strict kind of in, strict implementation of rules where, you know, players were in bubbles and all this, so whatever it might be. But the, the UEFA were insistent that the Champions League would finish. Is this a knock on effect now? Because UEFA are looking at it going, well, we want the Champions League finished and now we want our tournament qualifiers done and FIFA are saying well, we want their stuff done as well is it just a case of you open that door a little bit and it's just open now there's nothing we can do about it we're just going to have to grin and bear it no matter how long this goes on
2: yeah I think it is I think um it's always last season was a different um, kettle of fish wasn't it it was the, the latter stages of the European competition there wasn't much Internationals got knocked on the head. Now this season, it's just a bit of a shit show. And the internationals, as you say, your way got their games done, so opens the door. And now it's a free for all, and it's a disaster. And let's make no bones about it. Not from just the COVID standpoint, but like the scheduling, the yeah. amount of games, the 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 stuff that these players are having to go and look. Move away from Liverpool. Look at any match, any international match and see. I'll guarantee every game those players going off injured. Every Mm. single game those players going off. It's not just affecting Liverpool. The scheduling of this is just madness. But how can you get around? They're going to play their internationals at the end of the day. Once you allow them, you know, once there's a thing for going playing European football, they're not contained in bubbles. They're going to do their internationals.
0: Yeah, it is a mad one. And like when you... Chris it's an interesting one like the scheduling you know it's a compressed season Um, I think Liverpool on average have a game every three days from now till New Year's Day um, when they get back next Sunday and like like Keith says are are we going to end up with clubs massively at loggerheads with FAS um, UEFA FIFA wherever it might be we're going listen my player can't go, or if he goes, I'm only, you know, he's not playing this amount of time, because literally, those players dropping like flies, and I'm not only talking about Liverpool. Like Keith said, it's happening everywhere now. You know, players getting Covid, players just being ran into the ground where, where they're coming back to their clubs, and they're coming back injured or infected, and they're out for two weeks minimum, um, where they self-isolate. Is it going to get to the stage, Chris, where it's just going to become war between clubs and, you know, like I said, FAs and, and, and governing bodies?
4: I think it will get to that stage, but I don't think it will. Uh, cynically, it won't change. They'll still they'll still make him do out. And What will happen is if Liverpool say, like, we're not sending Joe Gomez because we don't, we've only got one centre-back fit, knowing the, the way UEFA and FIFA and the FA work, they'll go, okay, that's fine, great. He's, he's suspended for the first game yeah. of the league because you won't play him, which is what happened to us with uh, Matip. When Matip said he retired and yeah. Cameron didn't believe he was retired. So yeah. where FIFA, UEFA could have helped us is if you have to do the national league, then so be it. But bit off the friendlies. Why live, why England were playing Ireland last minute? I don't know. When we were supposed to be playing New Zealand and New Zealand rightfully said, we're not travelling to England for a friendly, which mm-hmm. is fe- fairly, a fairly sensible answer. Why did England just go, well, I'll just take the English lads away for a week just for a training camp and just to get to, you know, yeah, you know, use it as a team building exercise and things like that, or or just say to the players, well, you meet up in a week's time and you get a few extra days with your family or a bit of time with your club. You know, I'm not saying that means Joe Gomez wouldn't wouldn't have got injured, but you'd have lessened the risk. I mean, after Joe Gomez's injury, we saw it was it uh, Spain against Holland. Three minutes, in, three minutes in, Aki pings his hamstring. Ten minutes in, uh, another uh, Spanish one of the Spanish lads goes oh, yeah. with uh, quite a quite serious look at yeah, he went for quite a serious looking injury. You're ten minutes in, you're going. You know, Germany at the weekend, 15 minutes in, the fullback pulls his hamstring. And all yeah. oh, we're getting back from the FA and FIFA is, I don't recall Joe, we'll cover Joe Gomez's wages. I'll be honest, I'd rather have Joe Gomez than his wages. Yeah. It doesn't really help us. But no, sadly, it, it doesn't um, help. I don't think it's going to help.
0: No, it, it doesn't help at all. Um, before I read Carol Blake's comment, uh, Keith, there's lots of people asking about the tracks you top you have on. Who was, a, who was the team? Where did you get it? All the information, please. It's Independiente, Argentinian team.
2: Uh, someone, seen someone mentioned River play. Barry Carr said River play. close, near neighbours. Independiente. Uh, I love Argentinian football, South American football. So if we see any of the gear, or you snap it up. It's a train training top. It's not tracksuit top. It's a, the quad as you train top. Okay, it's where nice. did you get it? I got it on M M&M and M Direct, cheapest chips.
0: Oh, m and Direct is quality. Yeah, it's great, but so yeah. only
2: comes up on it. There was no so often, the South
0: American gear came up, Gremio shorts came up. But the yeah, they had they had Columbia. They had Columbia a while back as well. The,
2: I got the, the, the long-sleeve Columbia jersey on it for €5, euro, and I yeah. got it for my son for €3. Yeah. Right, so Life
0: of
2: m- football gear, sports oh, sh- gear. Sugar on th- I'm, I might go yeah. to M&M yeah. Direct. What's, about a, what's, with a, sponsor. what's that? made afterwards?
0: What's it's that it
3: made m, afterwards? And
0: and uh, m and M. m.
3: Yeah, I don't want to get. I might end up with those chocolates. <laughs> hey, you'd be happy either way. <laughs> Do you know yeah, what I mean? So let's check, so let's be, let's be sure afterwards, Keith. All right.
0: Well, listen, Eminem Direct is deadly. Um, I order loads of stuff off as well. Um, yeah, quality. and it's quality. Yeah, it is quality. It's absolutely spot on. It's and it's um. It's not your knockoff gear, like it's it's no, proper no. gear. Um, but it's it's deadly. Uh So I move away. Carl Blake says the players have nine Premier League matches in the next six weeks. That's without European matches thrown in as well, which is madness. Like it's it's not even Carl. I, I fully one hundred percent agree with you. It's not even that. Take away even if you take away the the European stuff, it's just. It, they've compressed this into so much and then thrown internationals in there as well. It's crazy. And, and going back to, um, I was listening to, was it the forum I was listening to during the week or maybe yourselves um, on the Joe Gomez injury and you were you're talking about the five subs thing and I was itching. I was itching. to. I was nearly going to get on and talk to you because, you know, you've seen clubs say that, oh, well, the, the smaller clubs don't want five subs because it's an advantage to the... Um bigger clubs, but the thing is, when it comes around to February, March, and these smaller clubs, as you know, in inverted um, commas, smaller squads. Yeah, when 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 they start to suffer, they're going to end up having to put these young lads on the bench, and then they're going to ha- end up having. Well, we've only three players on the bench that that we can realistically bring on. Anyway, it's it's it, that's another madness. But it was it was very interesting. On the, on, I think it was the forum you they were, they were talking about it um, on Monday. So it's absolutely—it's—it's—it's um, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. The, the, the thinking behind it from certain clubs yeah. to say it's given an advantage to a big club is actually not true because you're going to have to run your small squad into the ground now yeah, and end up ridiculous. and end up with players on the bench where you go. Oh, I'm not going to use these anyway. Sorry, Chris, you are going to say something there.
1: Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more.
4: But some of the smaller squads, say like a Burnley, for example, who I do think have one of the smaller squads, what it does allow them to do is if they're in a position where Burnley are 2-3-0, they can blood two or three youngsters risk-free. And rest, you know, someone like a uh, Chris Wood from getting a, an injury, which if you look at, because I saw Chris Sutton, as Chris Sutton being himself, saying that if bigger clubs want to um, yeah, so rest, you know, want players not to get injured, rest them. I say, well, if you watch the like, Champions League, in every Champions League game, Liverpool have used all five subs, regardless of the results, all five subs have been used. And that we've been trying to protect players and rotate them, and we've still been hit by it. And we're probably one of the biggest... Ro- us and City are probably the two biggest rotators. And we've been battered, we've been battered by it, you know. So it's a bit of a... No- it is a bit of a nonsense. I mean, this is where I do think, sort of like a FIFA UEFA need to probably stop what I call the little England mentality of if we're all doing five subs, we're all doing five subs. You don't get a choice, you know. And yeah. then perhaps once we're out of the COVID situation, then you can start doing the, would well, do you want to stick with five? Would you want to go back down to three? Because to me, I think you stick with five until we're out of this COVID nightmare. And then
0: you go down to three. But that's that's my view on it. Everyone's happy. You, you, you yeah. put it to five, we put it to five at the back end of last season, right? And I don't see the difference this hmm. season to last. I actually think it's it's a much more heavy schedule this season um, yeah. than last. So I can't understand what, what the meaning is behind that. David Lassoff says we're only 25% into the season. It's a war of attrition and there's no telling who will be left standing in May. That's where Very the argument, David, comes from about anyone could win this league now not anyone but somebody in the pack may be able to come over and just get lucky with injuries and a bit of form and you don't know where they'll end up but we'll have, have to wait and see um, the season so far though Chris and I want to get onto to the injuries because you know you can point at you can point at you know um, a heavy schedule whatever it might be but we've just been very 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 unlucky haven't we <laughs>
3: yeah that's the understatement of the year or what, <laughs> Out. that's why I said and, very, very. Uh, did you say it twice? Yeah, yeah, uh, I said very, very. Got to listen more carefully. Oh, did you? Oh, that's great. Ah, uh, you're probably uh, thinking about no, M&Ms. No, that's fair enough. If you said very, very, then yeah, then you're about right because mm-hmm. we're very, very unlucky. It's mad, isn't it, Gav? What, <laughs> what can we say about it except laugh or cry? There's two options, and we just got to laugh and say, Well, okay, well, you know, got to pick ourselves up. See what, see who who's available. Let Jurgen Klopp pick a team and get on with it. It's just simply, simply, uh, simply crazy. Uh, the start to the season we've had. I mean, as I said, not only the injuries but the COVIDs as well. And and, and I, I read somewhere like we've had about eighteen injuries this season already. I mean, that's that's insane. In what seven weeks is it? Or how many game weeks? Seven weeks? Eight? Eight? We played eight league games. We played eight. So in eight league games, we've had like 18 different injuries to players. And we're talking, we're not talking your squad fillers. We're talking your mainstays of your team. I mean, I think the list, I think we're, every time we seem to get a couple back. So after after the international break, we're supposed to get Fabinho back. uh, Matip's supposed to be fully fit and Thiago, right? So we're thinking, okay, not too bad. Right, And then we hear just at the start of the international break, Joe Gomez is out for the season. Mo Salah's picked up COVID. So that's two in, two out. And Mm -hmm. that's the way it's been so far. Um, Look, as we discussed just before the show, let's just wait until this, um, because there's there's a game still to go for many of our squad. All right, there's still a game to go. We forget that. Mm -hmm. There's still a midweek game to go for most of our squad. Let's see where we are. When they come back Friday afternoon and we go again, it's, it's, our feel for Jurgen Klopp, kind of. Do you know what I mean? People are, so many outside fans, uh, non Liverpool fans saying, oh, they deserve this. They've had two years of no injuries. Yeah. Well, go and check the records, you dimwits. Go and check the stats. Go and check how many players we've had out. This is, this is, this is just mad. No club can take this, it's, never mind how deep this spot is. It's not even,
0: for me, it's not even like how many we've had. It's it's the extent of them. You know, your two centre-halves yeah. are gone for the season. Yeah, it's not like you yeah. go, he's gone for a month like Fabinho yeah. when you walk through it. You know, Rames Khalil says, lads, any news on Robbo's injury, class content? Thanks for the super chat, Rames. Um, from what I know uh, and what I've read, uh, Robertson was a precaution because of his hamstring. Um Somebody in the chat there says earlier... um Yeah,
3: he'll play. he'll play midweek. The, the the coach came out and said, or one of the coaching teams said he's fine. We haven't ruled him out of uh, Wednesday. He should be flying to Israel.
0: Yeah, it's um, but uh, he looks okay. Somebody in the chat there. I'm sorry, if your name escapes me. Said that looked like a a, a toy calf for Jordan Henderson this evening. So, oh, but, Jesus, uh, I, I still I still think Jordan Henderson be fine. I I think he's I. He came off and he came off for Liverpool, didn't he? Half time in a game yeah. recently and wanted to play on and, um, and you know, I think they're just managing his minutes and I think it's very wise to, uh, well, let's hope Thiago and stuff is back. Chris, you look at the injuries. Van Dyke's gone for the season. Joe Gomez more than likely gone for the season. As Grizz says, you're, you're looking at Fabinho coming back and we don't know if he'll be back for Sunday. Uh, Thiago is back in full training. I'd expect him to play on, on Sunday, but, but then you have the whole salad thing. And and it's just, does it get to a stage, Chris, where, and we get on to later expectations, but does it get to a stage later where you have to sort of lower expectations? Be- simply because of what's going on now?
4: Um, possibly. Possibly. I mean, the thing I've, I think has been overlooked by, I think a lot of our fanbases on social media, social media is that kind of way, is despite the level of injuries we've had, the team we've been putting out or the, the squad we've been putting out, I've been looking at and going, yeah, it's got no Van Dyke in it, which is look it's a bloke for any club to lose with Van Dyke. when you look at the squad we're putting out and you're looking at who's not on the bench, you're sort of going, that's still better than probably ninety percent of the league <coughs> you know yep. the but the one that the, the biggest one that's been the biggest gut kick actually is I'm probably more down about Joe Gomez injury than about Van dyke uh, as as strange that would be is. As bad as Van Dijk was, I thought, well, we have got Gomez, we have got Fabino, we have got Matip. So I thought, well, we've got enough cover there and we've got a couple of kids coming. I think losing two senior back, two centre-backs is going to be the real test now. The only hope I have is I'm hoping we're still in the race uh, by the time we get to January and we bring somebody in. Now, on paper, I'm looking at the games we've got on paper I'm saying the three most difficult ones are at Anfield. Uh, the other away games, although they're tough, even with a weakened side, I would say we dominate the ball most of those games anyway, so we should be able to get ourselves through. I'm not really concerned about the Europe situation because we're probably a point a point in three games and to us we've been, we've been getting wins in Europe with uh, Reese Williams at centre-back, so my concern is the eight league games. Uh, I think if within the eight league games we're three or four points off top uh, and then we are able to bring a centre-back in, I think Liverpool, go, I think Liverpool will go game on and go again. And as we see, these clubs are laughing at us, um, these these injuries are going to hit everyone. We're going through it now, but it's going to hit everybody else soon. Well, it, it looks
0: like, um like Red Steve says, if we're lowering our expectations, so will every other team, Gav. Uh, we've had bad luck, but everyone's going uh, to have injuries at the same point this season. That's a very fair point. All I'm saying is, for me, I'm looking at it and going, what can... You can you, you don't know how, if this is going to get any worse or better. If it gets slightly better, we're fine. We, we know where we stand on the centre half situation. I'm of the opinion that if it comes to January, I think it's very difficult to sign a centre back that you would want because my thinking is that Liverpool have done the Fabinho thing, um, at the start of the season with an eye on next summer and making a big splash of centre half and they might have to bring that forward and it might be difficult, but we'd have to wait and see. It's, it's, it's a hard one. It really is a hard one. Keith, you know when when we look at this um and um, we look at the injuries that we have and the, the coronavirus thrown in and and the way everything's going yes every team will get out i think man city were heavily affected by the coronavirus over the first couple of the weeks of the season is it fair to say that we're getting injuries and corona? They're all being thrown on top of us now. And it could be a case of we'll, we'll get through this and everything will come good. It'll be all good. And like Chris says, if we can hang in there until January, more so for players getting back in into a rhythm than signing people in January for me. Is there a good case to just go, yeah, just get it to January. Let's manage this and see how we get on.
2: Exactly. I think it's one of them uh, situations that, look, where the worst affected? Now, someone put on Twitter the other day, oh, no, Man City have had more injuries. But you have to take the level of players that were losing and the severity of the injuries to see that were in a bit of a bleeding, you know, shit show at the moment compared to others. You know, Man City losing that case, for example, doesn't really you know, way up to us losing Gomez, you know, it's just, it's hitting us really hard, but the one thing I don't want is for us to be sort of feeling too sorry for ourselves, I want Liverpool, I don't mean us four here or people watching, I mean like the players just get on with it, because the difference that this Liverpool team have now is they have a league title behind them, they have a European title behind them, they have a winning mentality, and I want them to show that, it's easy said, easy, easy said than done, but Get through the games as well as they can. And look, we don't know the state of the squad's going to be in the next game. But if we can navigate those games, Europe, get Europe boxed off as quick as possible, and then I play the under-18s and that, and just try and manage. I think we'll have to bring in someone in January, but I don't think it's going to be a big centre-back. I think they'll look for a short-term um, a deal because I think the players... The players that they want, we spoke about, we spoke about Uv we spoke about it. you won't get them in January, I don't think. And unless that teams are out with Europe. And it's it's too hard to get that type of player. We'd have to pay over the odds. I just think try and manage with what we have until we can get another body in and then as you say, place yourself for the, the second half of the season. You know, if you're in you don't want to be miles behind and I think the the thing with this league is does nobody looks miles ahead of us. I don't mean in points, I mean in, in ability our squad. Spores look like they have a bit of luck. Maybe I'm wrong, but it will hit them. Man City, it has hit, and it will hit them again. Uh Chelsea, it will hit them. Uh, I think Thiago Silva is is a doubt or something now. I think there's, there's all the all the teams that are going to be in that pack. I think actually, Chilwell got injured today. Chilwell got off injured yet. I didn't see what it was, but he seemed to got so injured early in the first half so you've got back injury hey, a back injury what was yeah. that with? yeah
4: pulled yeah, his yeah. back
2: so I mean uh, that's, pull that's it, a chill will pulled his back yeah it's a tough one to bleed and uh, just get over you know what I mean And old bad back but I think all our players should be reporting with bad backs for the next international break that's another argument altogether but yeah I think all teams will be in the same boat. you just have to not feel sorry for yourself and make sure you're in the shape in the race when it comes to it you know position ourselves that we're not out of it and then I think when we get bodies back in we have to get out we have to get past Van Dijk and Gomez they're gone but if we can get everyone else back if you lose a player like losing Mo for example for a couple of weeks with COVID isn't the end of the world because we have players that can cover that losing Alisson is a shit show
3: don't say it don't say that
2: I know Grizz, you're not a fan of Adrian and and it's half Adrian but it's also if we're forced to play a Reese Williams let's say in front it's it's just gonna cause that young lad a lot of issues as well, you know. So, you know, I think we just have to hope that players that we can't afford. For example, if Robbo has to miss a game, well Simikas has looked good. Oh yeah. We have a replacement there for him. If Trent has to miss a game, it'll probably be Milner that goes in, it could be Nico that goes in. But you know, it it's the players you lose is the important one. Like who who do you who do you want to lose or who do you not want to lose? And all other clubs are gonna be in the same boat as well.
0: Yeah, Flash Gordon said he heard Schmeichel got knocked out right on half time, Chris was telling us just before we come on. And um we don't know whether he's just injured and come off. If the, if it's a, a concussion, he'll have to go through the protocols of concussion and will more than likely um more than likely miss um the the game against Liverpool because there is a seven or ten day protocol with regards to concussion. Um lads, I'm gonna move on, I'm gonna move away from the injuries and stuff and, and just I wanna talk, and Grizz, I'll come to you first. I want to talk about you know the the player ratings for the season. How you felt most players have got on. What you've been surprised by in a positive way or a negative way, and and, and the squad depth that's there because it's a big conversation. You know, Kevin Sullivan feels that if we don't sign a ready-made centre half in January, he doesn't feel we win anything because of look who you're depending on. And I, it's a fair argument. I think it's a fair argument. I'm not going to go as far as say that you know we wouldn't win anything, but. It, it I think it drastically reduces your your chance of win winning stuff. Having said that, I think it's very hard to do do business in January. We've seen that. Um, but Grizz, so far, is there any players that have have overly impressed you more than you thought, or is there any players that have let you down, and not you personally, but just you felt they've been a little bit of a letdown? Um, in regards to how the season's gone and how where do you think are. are season stands or our squad stands right now with regards to depth and what we're looking forward to in the next, specifically six weeks before we look forward to June.
1: Love your propane grill? Well, life just got a little easier with Propane Taxi. Stop lugging that tank. Propane Taxi is a propane grill tank home delivery service that's ridiculously easy and convenient. Just go online, choose a delivery date, and Propane Taxi delivers grill tanks straight to your door. You can exchange any brand of tank. And right now, new customers get their first tank exchange for $10 with promo code TANK10. That's $10 for your first tank exchange with promo code TANK10. Visit PropaneTaxi.com. No contact, no commitment, no problem. So that's the whole agenda.
3: <laughs> ask, Sorry, ask, ask me in one question. I'm, I'm getting, some...
1: I'm getting all <laughs> confused here
0: because Chris keeps going off the screen and coming back on.
3: <laughs> oh God, he's asked me the whole agenda. Yeah, I don't know all why. Right, well, listen, Sorry. let's let's break it down. Um, Look, <laughs> don't know where to start. Well, look, depth. Well, uh, squad depth well, wise, squad depth wise, Gav, I, I, pretty much with with what Keith said, except that. There's only so much, and I said it before, there, there is only so much any squad in the world can take in terms of injuries and COVID or whatever before you do as fans, not as management and players, but as fans naturally start to lower your expectations. It's a natural, you know, natural feeling. You know, For example, let's say Fabinho is ruled out, God forbid, for the season and Mane as well. You know, we it's it's one of those things, and, and we can't say, Oh, that won't happen because look at the shit that's happened already. Do you know what I mean? It's one of those seasons where anything can happen. It's absolutely mad. Um I think we're fine still, and I'm not saying this like sort of this is not my super red, top red speaking. This is when we Actually, name our 11 that's available, or best 11 that's available now. So, for example, the usual fullbacks, the keeper, you've got Fabinho and Matip. I think, without doubt, the two centre-halves, if they're fit, they're the ones that will play every game, if they're fit. Um, Then you've got Thiago, Hendo, a Gini in midfield, or a Jota, let's just say, and then the front three. I think Chris said that's that's as good as anything in the league at the moment. But there's only so much that that team can sort of play week in, week out. If you you guaranteed me that team, that squad of players, like 12, 13 players would play 80% of the rest of the league games, then I'd say we're still favourites for the league and we will still win the league. But you minus any two or three out of those and then my expectations as a fan would be slightly lowered. Now, again, I think one of you guys said it's all about how the squad reacts in terms of not feeling sorry for themselves. You know, um, you asked me who's impressed me so far. I thought Gomez was started off like a house on fire this season. I really thought he stepped up his game, his maturity, his responsibility, you know, and and look what's happened to him. I thought Trent, we spoke about Trent coming into his own last few games, looking like a veteran, at you know, at right wing back, right, right back, whatever, looking absolute, one of the leaders in the team as opposed to sort of just a stunning player. He looked like a veteran. It seemed like he took on responsibility. Touchwood, Genie Wijnaldum had a superb game for Holland by all accounts, scored two goals, but has been a revelation this season. The Genie that we know, we expect, we want every week. You know, the consistency, last two, three games, I I think he's been an absolute monster in midfield. So these guys have been outstanding, underwhelming. You ask me about players that have been underwhelming, then I'd say our forward line, Barjota. I think it's fair to say our forward line has been well. Underway. In fairness,
0: Salah has eight goals and eight games, Chris.
3: Salah, Salah's goal scoring will always be Salah's goal scoring will always be legendary, and he will always be the one of the greatest goal scorers in world football. With, with those numbers, with those stats, I can't argue with you, Gav. I agree, but but you know he has. He's been better. He's better. He's he's been better than the other two. But I still wouldn't say Salah is flying best, would you? I'm, no, I'm, I'm sure we agree. No, I, I don't, don't think he's he been it. Yeah, the football men have spoken. So look underwhelming the forward three. I think the rest of the team have, have not sort of been um, over my expectations in terms of, you know, but they've been, they've been superb. And, and 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 each player has been taken on the responsibility and the extra responsibility of having senior players missing throughout. Um, and so it's just, it's just a matter of, you know, not feeling sorry for ourselves, sticking in there, I disagree in terms of if we're four or five points, like Chris says, then we'll be sound. I don't. I, I really think we need to be level or ahead. You know, I, I don't believe in this. I don't think how we expecting just to buy a centre-back and then suddenly everything's fixed. That centre-back won't automatically, hopefully, because it will mean another injury, walk into our, our back four. You know what I mean? He has to, time to settle. So... You Know it's it's just a matter of showing great mental strength and unity, I think, for the next nine games or so.
0: Yeah, uh, Ramis Khalil in another super chat asks, um, with Matips, um, and the way he's like just not reliable enough, is a center back in January a must? We'll talk about that in a little while. Uh, Jonathan Tracy says, Gab, you're too negative, mate. Relax, it's eight games, trust, clubs and the boys, you're sound like Jim White, Sky Sports, chill. I <laughs> oh, listen, I'm very chilled with regards to what Liverpool can do. All I'm saying is. When you look at the situation now and, and midnight talker there saying stop whining about injuries. It's not, it's it's just a culmination of things. And, you know, like, like Grizz says, you feel like you're getting some back and then more are gone for whatever reason it might be. But don't get me wrong. I think, I think Liverpool can more than manage this, this eight games. My only thing is, when you look into January and you say, and then we can get centre-halves, I think it's not as simple as that. And I don't know whether Klopp will want to do that. I don't know whether he want to bring that plan forward. I'm not too sure. We'll have to wait and see. Guys, um, can I just,
3: uh, can I just read out something? Yeah. Important breaking news. Um, Gareth, <laughs> Gareth Southgate has confirmed that Jordan Henderson came off at half-time against Belgium with a muscle injury.
0: Yeah, a muscle injury he picked up in the first half, which is... It's not surprising. Like, it's not surprising. No. But you're looking now and you're saying... But look, it's just the way it is. And I still believe Liverpool have enough in their squad to put teams out on the pitch and beat the vast majority of teams that are in that league. We'll have to wait and see. Um, Keith, for you, so far, um, the squad depth is definitely being tested. There's no doubt yeah. about that. I think it's stood up quite well. You know, played 8-1-5, drew 2, lost 1. The one we lost was... Was very poor, a bit unlucky with a couple of decisions, a bit unlucky with a couple of the goals, but we're overall poor and you take your licks and you walk away. Uh, We draw with City, very fair. We should have beaten Everton in my opinion, but there was a lot more around that game than just the scoreline. But when you look at it, it's definitely being tested, Keith. Who's, Who's impressed you throughout this? Who hasn't impressed you?
3: I
2: think we spoke about this before. Robertson has really stepped in as a leader. And, you know, he has been, in my opinion, the best player we've had. I agree with what Reid said about the front three as well, by the way. I don't think they've been at their best. I know Salah has eight goals, but he's got a few penos out of that. Mm-hmm. He still counts as goals. You know, don't get me wrong, a goal's a goal. But, you know, we're not, Our play doesn't look to be frightening anyone at the moment and look we're getting the wins we're getting the points so it doesn't really matter let them build their way into it and it's fine Mane has been okay not great Salah has been good not great um Jota has started well but you know that could ease off as well so it's just about getting through you know the the start of the season navigating it's all about navigating these fucking internationals and all that sort of thing on this congested fixture list as Klopp said we're playing a December in December a December in November and a December in October it's, you know, it's too much on the players. But Robertson has been good. I thought Gomez and Trent were starting to come into a bit of form. Obviously, yeah. Gomez has gone for the season. Trent is out for a few weeks. Um, he was starting to come into form. Henderson has been, in my opinion, has been brilliant in midfield. Genie has been good in midfield. But the the biggest letdown for me is, it, forget about the injuries that we've picked up. Like, where's Nabi Keita? Where's oh,
0: God, don't start this.
2: I know. I'm a navigator <coughs> fan, right? I'm a navigator fan. I'm an Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain fan. But we have an issue with lads in the squad, and it comes to Matip as well. Reliability and availability has to become a big thing for Liverpool going forward. And you can't say that about a player who doesn't have injury problems.
3: Hmm.
2: You can't, you know, navigate had, in a, I think he had an injury at Leipzig but he wasn't necessarily an injury prone player but since he's come to us I don't know We just can't adapt to the league he picks up everything and he's out uh, Joe Mattit you know Dejan Lovren was another one who could didn't play more than five games in a row for us you know what I mean without picking up an injury it's hard to scout that but like if you you need to get players who are available so for me the biggest letdown has been some of the players missing with you Emma Emma Kavanagh puts point in there. Kate has played plenty of minutes on the international break. Hopefully, a good sign. Then Guinea, they play him. He could have a bleeding. He could have had a a C section. He could have just delivered a a baby the other day and Guinea would play him. You know what I mean? They don't respect the injuries at all. They'll just play him. It's hard to tell. I just think that we, we lose big players. We need others to step in and maybe some of the squad availability is catching up on us, in my opinion.
0: Okay. Uh, Universal boss Jürgen Klopp uh, with a super chat says Mo Salah getting COVID-19. He will get a two-week break and Trent out for a month um for a bit of a rest. Might turn out to be good for Liverpool. That's not a bad point. You know, when, when you look at it, you, you know, there is times where you go, Salah need a break somewhere in the season. This might be his break. Trent might need... Might be out at some part of the season, this might be it. Um, and as I said, we've, we've eight games. Chris touched on it earlier. We've eight games in the league, I think, before Christmas. And if we can navigate these, as Keith says, and, and roll with the punches, I suppose, and come out on the other side and go, right, the vast majority of lads are back, Bartlett here with centre half, and we're looking good. I think Liverpool, the mentality in the squad is massive, massive. Yeah. And, and, and that'll be bled into even the young lads coming in where they go, Nobody rates us, lads. Nobody thinks we're going to do it. The, the press, the media, opposition fans, you know, they're all telling us this is our downfall and we're going to be struck down by whether it's just this um, intense schedule or COVID-19 or wherever it might be, or unfortunate injuries. But we're going to go and prove it. And I think that's the one thing that Liverpool have above everyone else in this league. So it's one of those. Chris, um, who's impressed you? Who has uh, been a bit of a letdown?
4: Um, probably Rob Robertson has impressed me, and I've enjoyed when we've played Tiago. Genius start to get a bit more forward, probably more like his Holland days. Probably because he has a Tiago yeah. behind him. Uh, in terms of disappointments, probably Cater, Minamino. They just Cater He's just he's never fit when you need him, and that's always been my gripe with him. Uh, I haven't seen this Leipzig player. You know that we all got quite excited about. I just haven't seen it. And Minamino, promising pre-season, you know, flashes, but when he's come in, the few times he's come in, admittedly he came in with fringe players, but he he hasn't done enough for me, whereas I would say Shakira, who we all assume would be out the door, has been a, yeah. a fairly pleasant surprise. He's kept exactly. himself fairly fit and, you know, came in in Europe, did, did a job, came on against um, West West Ham, set up the winner. You know, so you kind of go, well, that's what you want from a squad player. When I seen Minamino throwing in, I've just sort of gone, it's, it's just not happening for him. Now, hopefully it will, but it hasn't. Uh, and then Jota has been a a lovely surprise and is giving Gergen Klopp something we've always wanted, that lovely headache of, who do you play up front with? Do you stick with the front three? Or we're now having that debate of, should Jota start instead of one of the front three? Which, to be honest, is a debate we've not had for two years. It's probably since Coutinho left. So yep. Jota's probably given us the headache we've always wanted.
0: Yeah, uh, Jonathan says, "Gav, mark my words, we will win this title by six points plus." Uh, because I believe in that great German and our team. I'm completely with you, Jonathan. Um, I'm I'm completely with you. Like I don't, I think people think I'm writing off this season. Not a fucking hope no. in hell. I'm just saying they need to look, read our
3: WhatsApps. Yeah, yeah. We, every you know, my, morning this man reminds us we have yeah. won the league. Not we're winning the league. We've won the league, lads. Relax. Yeah,
0: I, I'm I, every every single. Um, Every single morning I let Chris know that we are got, uh, retaining this title. I'm, I'm fully convinced of that. All I'm saying is, for the purposes of this show and this channel, we have to discuss the injuries, the effects of those injuries, what we have to plan in the next month and a half before we get to a, a stage in time where we can try react to these injuries that are long-term, also getting players back and as I said, being a bit lucky with injuries, being a bit lucky with the COVID situation, and I look just changing that slight bit. I'm not saying for one second that Liverpool can't go out and beat Leicester at the weekend if they don't have Salah or Trent or Henderson or Van Dijk. I don't think that. What I do think is that we just need a slight change in fortune just to make sure yeah. of things. That's all I'm saying on it. Um Moving on. Uh, can I put- just say something before yeah, we move can. on? Sorry, Gav,
2: sorry. A I hope it's min- not a party min- political
0: bro- protest something no, like that. No. No okay. one like that. All well, right.
2: in, it's a party political broadcast for the Minamino party. He's getting okay. a lot of stick there in the in the chats. And the way I look at Minamino, I agree. He maybe needs to put on a bit of weight, a bit of bulk, a bit of muscle. Um, I thought he was good when he came on in Europe. I think he can certainly do a job for us. But I would put him and Kate in much the same boat. You know, they they've done nothing yet to say they're going to be good in this team and look Keita has a lot of fans we all know there's a cult out there of Keita that will tell you he's doing this he's doing that but your eyes will tell you something different like he hasn't had a moment really. he scored that goal against Chelsea last season it was a great goal but he hasn't had a moment that you you'll hang your hat on for him to kick on it just hasn't happened and I think Minamino's the same but one's a 53 million pound player and the other one's a 7 million pound player and I think he the expectation of the 53 million pound player we Will probably give him a bit more excuses and leeways for some fans than the seven million pound player who are quicker to write off. I think give them both time, they could come good, but well, you
3: know, I, I, think, I think it's mad. Can I just uh, say yeah. something on that because only fair you give Keith a chance? Um, look, well,
0: it's, it's in your contract that if, if someone says something, you have the right to it's, reply.
3: It's, um, I'd go as far as saying it's this season will be defining. For the careers, Liverpool careers, I may add, for Matip, Cater, and Ox, I, I genuinely we do. We'd sell to the trade them, and yeah, yeah and we, you know, we we've discussed,
2: this.
3: yeah, we've discussed this before. We've discussed this before, and we've had arguments, rows over it. And it's nothing against the quality of the three yeah, players because exactly. we know they walk into most teams in the Premier League but it's it's frustrating from a fan and it must be mad frustrating from Jurgen Klopp's point of view because you know we talk about expectations and we've talked about the expectation of players that we know are fit and able i'd say the expectation from fans and for me personally let's be i'm just going to speak for myself for now for the time being my <laughs> expectation is my expectation is the the players that are on the fringes of the team be be available for selection And show the club, the fans, why we invested so heavily in them. I know we didn't pay that much for Matic, but you know what I mean? In terms of the quality, the calibre of player that he is, we know he's probably, when he's fully fit, second or third best centre-back in the Premier League. No one can argue with that. But we need to see more reliability, more durability. It's unfortunate they pick up these injuries. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, they're cowards, they're wimps, they can't play without pain. Of course not. What I mean is that they need a bit of luck in terms of staying fit. And we need to see why we invested in these players because we haven't. I don't think we've seen the best of Ox, bar, you know, one season, half a season where he was fright. you know, he was really good, frighteningly good. Cater has had moments where we think, here we go. Even we discussed in pieces. we thought a couple of games, he really got... By the scruff of the neck. And we thought, okay, he's going to kick on now. We haven't. And Matip, every time he plays, is so frustrating because he's the best player on the pitch near enough every time he plays. But then that's only one in four, one in three. It's mad. So look, I think it's defining for them as much as it's defining for us as individuals. Minamino, forget about him for another few months. Don't judge him yet. Let him just get accustomed. Let him just keep getting stronger physically as well. Fit into the system. He'll be an absolute star for us next season. I know that for sure.
1: Look, staying healthy isn't easy Watching your diet Hitting the gym Avoiding stress But a good night's rest helps boost your overall health and wellness And it couldn't be easier The new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed is the only bed that effortlessly adjusts and responds to both of you The result? You wake up ready for anything Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep during our Memorial Day sale, save $1,000 on the new Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed, Queen, now seventeen ninety nine only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com.
0: Sam, um, uh, I think the Minamino situation is interesting. You know, he comes on away way at IAX and I thought he was great. I loved yeah, him. Brilliant. He was so direct. He worked brilliant. so hard. He was intelligent. Um, he opened them up a couple of times and I thought, well, that's the player I'm looking for. And I said it to you it was after the game. He was so, so good. He wasn't afraid to let shots go. I think he might be a little bit of a victim of, of the way the season's gone though. And what I mean yeah. by that is that Klopp seems desperate to get those front three on the pitch at all times. And, you know, he's, he's, I suppose, it, he, Them three are his insurance policy against what's going on at the back because we have leaked goals, we are missing players and he's kind of gone, well, if I keep them three on the pitch, we have a chance of outscoring teams if possible. Jota has made that decision hard for him because he's given him no choice but to put him in the team and integrate him with these three and make him the fourth man um, from the start of times and, of course, coming off the bench. That's where I think Minamino's dropped down the pecking order. Jota's given him no choice. Minamino, for me, looks still looks like a player that's a bit... Out of his comfort zone, he seems a very quiet, shy kind of fella. Um it's seven million pounds. I don't really look at the price tags. You're a footballer you're at Liverpool, you're at Liverpool for a reason. And it doesn't matter what way you do it, you know. But for me, I agree with you, Gris, to a point. You need to give him more time, but at some stage, these players need to step up and go, listen, there is players missing. I need to get in here and I need not even not even for the club for themselves. You know, there's a player missing. This is my chance to be that ruthless and say, All right. Look at it this way, if Minamino was a centre-back and Van Dijk is out, it's a terrible injury. But Minamino, being selfish, like most players should be, trying to go, well, this is my chance. I'm getting in this team, I'm not getting out of it. It's unfortunate for the player that's gone out, but I'm getting in. Um Keita, I think, as I said before, Keita has all the tools to be outstanding for Liverpool. It's just getting them on the pitch. And when he's on the pitch, I really rate him. I like him, I like what he does. He's getting better and better defensively for me. He's he's seems to be, does more... Interlinking with players and stuff. And I, I've no issues with that. It's just getting them on the pitch. And then it could, that's when you come to Oxford that argument as well. Is he on the pitch enough? And like Grizz says, when you're forced 11 or out, these lads need to be chomping at the bit, not telling you they're three and four weeks away. Now they are unfortunate injuries, but in the cold light of day, th- this, this is a cutthroat business. And it may end up being a case where they, they, just go, look, they're not reliable enough. We can, we can get players that are probably not as good, but more reliable. And they'll probably go with that. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, let me see, Chris, Um we've talked about we've talked about the squad depth, we've talked about good players playing really well, players being a bit underwhelming and stuff. So I want to break this last bit into two, and, and it's between now and, and January the 4th, because that's the next segment, the games, I suppose, and then the season itself. What's your expectations, Chris, and what do you feel we need to do to achieve what we want to achieve?
4: Uh, well, my expectation is with the eight games we've got, probably naively, is we could still win all eight. Because uh, I would say our three most difficult games are at home. Oh yes, I know we have we haven't got any fans there, uh, but our home record post lockdown is two points dropped at home, and that's with a side that changes you know by the hour. Uh, so I think if we get through those, those three home games, I, I think the away games, you know, even with a weak inside, you should be beating the likes of Brighton away. So, I'm hoping Liverpool are, are within either top or within two or three points going into January, uh, and I think then, I think we're at a, we're in a good space. Um, I'm quite content with being st- no more than three or four points behind the top at the moment, because uh, it's probably more of a traditional. I think this way, this season in a way is going to be a bit more like a traditional title race, which is ebbs and flows. I don't think you're going to see anyone run, run away with it this year. Now, you know, like we did and uh, like City did two years ago. So my expectation is still. I was. I would expect at least seven wins.
0: Wow, okay. Um, we'll get back to you on on the rest of the season. Uh, Universal boss Jürgen Klopp has another super chat in there. Thanks very much. He says an Italian Klein got replaced by Trent and turned out to be the best. Uh, be one of the best right backs, Reese Williams could do the same. We don't know without him playing. Well he's gonna get an opportunity. But
3: well, that's yeah. a very good point, you see, Gav. You see, this is it. This is where you like for example, we expect youngsters to step in and take take the and mo- make the most of their chances, right? Like the fellas said there. It's a very mm-hmm. good point because Trent was very similar with Klein, et cetera, et cetera, right? But this is the frustration goes back to the experienced players. Like your oxes, like your caters, like your you know, Matips who are sort of you know, not seen enough to sort of grab that chance as well. Do you know what I mean? This is, it's a chance for the whole squad to sort of, you know, galvanise themselves and say, look, we've been on the peripheral, you know, whether it's out of choice, out of favour or injury, but now we're integral to this team. We're integral to Klopp's plans and 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 and, and hopefully make the most of it, man.
0: Absolutely. Um, Chris, I'll stay with you so between now and January because a lot of people are putting this kind of limit on it of let's look forward to January or the end of December because the transfer window opens and they're thinking behind that is we can we can get reinforcements in if we need to what are you looking for from Liverpool between now and then are you looking for steady and, and stay in it are you looking to just go for it um, and does, does the Champions League play, play a key part in this series? because win the next one and you have two you have two Wednesdays off
3: yeah 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 look I think we I don't know if we, uh, when we discussed this, but we've discussed the Champions League situation in terms of we only need a win or something uh, or a point. Was it Chris a point to sort of go be be, be able to be, say we qualified? Is it a point? No,
4: no. Well, normally ten points gets you through. Yeah, and we're on nine, so I mean, if we get a win, I think we're, we're done.
2: If we get a win against Atalanta, we're done because they can't. Well, yeah. we are guaranteed second s- then. I think.
3: Gav, I don't yeah. see. I don't see any change in our approach. With the, the way our squad's balanced and shaped, uh, to say that, you know, we will carry on going out there and trying to outscore teams. It's a throwback to the 17-18 the season, in my opinion. Um we've still got the most firepower in the Premier League. I think we still when 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 everyone's fit in midfield, we I think we've still we've got the strongest midfield in uh, in the Premier League as well. We just haven't got a very good back four. But then tell me who's got a back, good back four in the Premier League. That's what I would say. I turn around to the to the players, or you, or anyone, ask that question: Who has got a good back four? Who has got a strong defence in this Premier League? I don't think many have. We are now mere mortals in defence that's the way to look at it but we are still elite in all the other positions in my opinion and that's what we do we 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 focus on our strengths our strengths is our attack. we focus on our midfield with with tiago now which is very capable of keeping the ball away from opposition for many a minute um and that's the way we go to play we protect our back four as much as we can we hope trent is just a minor injury you know robert will have games where he can be rested now because I truly believe in this left back we've got Simikasz we finally got off left back that we should be able to rotate with um Robbo and as we say and we'll keep on saying it the key in my opinion the key to our success will be the fitness of Joel Matip
0: fair point um you know uh, well be Joel Matip Athletic if Fabinho back. is out a- uh, the keeper goes and, like, Chris <laughs> exactly. knock knocking on the head. Um, yeah. He'll knock her on the head. He'll overdose on M&M's, um, being honest with you. But <laughs> <clears throat> it's it's one of those where, you know, like Chris... We were talking about earlier, even in this international break, we still have players that still playing this international break. We start we speak here on the Sunday and by the time we get to where preview show on Friday night we could be looking at one or two more that are out, you know, and but we could be looking at Leicester with a few out as well. So if we have to kinda of wait until until this week is over and you kinda of have to t- nearly take it, don't you, in three or four day blocks and just yeah. check tentatively um online as to who's who's injured and not injured. Um coming back around to you, Chris taking all things into account, um, the injuries, whatever else is going on, and, and Grisman touches on a good point, you know, who else has a really, really, really strong defence and a, and a, and to marry that with a really, really good attack and midfield, taking everything into account for us, for other clubs and stuff, are you still sitting here looking for the middle of May and saying, yeah, I want the title, I, I still believe that that's, that's what we absolutely should be aiming for?
4: Absolutely. Absolutely. I still... I still think the titles. It's ours to. It's hours if if we can keep this level of consistency. Because the thing is, despite all these injuries and despite all the setbacks we've had, after the same, basically the same games of last season, we're two points worse off, and that's despite the shit show of Villa. Yeah. So to be honest, fourteen injuries already, and you're two points worse off than the same games last season, and you've already played Chelsea away, City away, Everton away, Arsenal at home. I, you know, I'm. That's why I'm still quite relaxed, thinking, despite the fact we've had challenges, we're facing them head on, and we've got a manager who's found it a way, and yeah. that's why I still think at the moment there's nothing's going to sway me yet that we can't we can't retain this league and we won't.
0: So, Chris, uh, uh, Keith, are you with that? Are you going with that? Um, are you still sitting here and saying to yourself, "Yeah, shit's happening," but come May I think we'll we'll be right in it, or, or you know, back to back champions.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think Liverpool should be looking at going for a treble at this stage. You know, league, European Cup, and FA Cup, and see what what happens as that develops. I mean, we can look at it in stages. As we've spoke about the the league games coming up are important, but if we can get the the Champions League group out of the way as quickly as possible, park that off. When does that come back? February is it? Um, yeah. Mm. Put that out of your head. Concentrate on the league. Then the FA Cup will start in January. You know, and just see what your squad is like at February time. You know what I mean? If you can get through the early rounds of the FA Cup as well, I mean, would you be happy with an FA Cup win and no league this season? No, no, I would. Oh, f- no, I wouldn't be happy. With it. No, I wouldn't be happy with it. Sorry, I'll, I'll take that back. I wouldn't be happy with it, but I would take it as a sort of a an acceptable for this year I take it as a right it's a trophy in the cabinet and i don't usually think that i fucking hate the domestic cups. I think Liverpool will go for the for the treble but I think they would accept an FA cup. I
3: think oh, I, I think, think he absolutely I think he absolutely. Bins
0: the FA cup before absolutely. the draw is even made.
3: Absolutely.
2: I the draw do. is key. The draw is key. It's like every cup competition. It yeah, no, it's not. It's, you. not really, it's not really. It's
0: not, it's not really because... If Liverpool
2: like, draw nicely in that FA Cup and they get through a couple and like I said, if, if you get to February and you're in the running for all three, then the FA Cup gets put in the bin. I agree with that. I
0: PR. PR. Yeah, but we're I not. We're, I get where you're coming from, especially when you're where with the league cups so early, <sighs> and the league cup usually finishes in February. Yeah, and and you look to blood players and that. We're not at that stage now. We're not. We're not. We're not interested in blood and players this season. You know, he, with the squad he's sitting with going into usually the FA Cup is the first weekend in January. Yeah, he's not going to turn around in January and go, lads. Listen, we only have fucking 18 available players. Let's 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 embrace the FA Cup. There's not a hope. He's going to go. He's going to go down to Kirby and he's going to take. 17, 18 young go, listen, you're playing Wickham Away tomorrow.
2: Yeah, but they beat Wickham Away, right? They go to the next round and they get dunno Dagenham and Red Bridge at home in the next round. And it's like, okay, that's another, you know, the kids will go in there. No disrespect to Dagen and Red, you know, great, great oh, no, bunch of lads, no, I'm no, sure. Grizz's neck they, of the woods.
3: Absolutely. Don't underestimate them. Very decent fellas. But, never got to play yeah, but, them, but we were we were we were we were about to play them once, but never. I mean, Gav will know what I mean by this. But we were supposed to play them, um, but we didn't get through our tie. So we didn't there play them. But that counts. Right, Gav? Who, who was them. this? Dagenham and Redbridge. We, oh, were, we, yeah. were, we were drawn to play them, yeah. but we had to win our game. Yeah, But we didn't play our game. But we yeah. still played. You know what I mean? That counts for me.
0: Man. Yeah, absolutely counts. Yeah, um, stuff that doesn't happen still counts for Chris, um as I experienced but very early this morning. And
1: it was amazing. Time to fire up the grill.
4: Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor
1: to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Yeah,
4: I think so. I'll look in the FA Cup drawers. We'll get the. Yeah, we'll, leave it. we'll get Chelsea over Derby because we, we, we will. We will. That, that's true. that's the flip side. Lately. That we is have, the flip side we have, of, we have, a, of it. Lately, we, we haven't had many decent. What you call? A Man City FA Cup draw. We haven't had many of them, you know, to help us out. You know, what I mean, it always has been I mean, a chance to get, I and mean, you I mean, feel obliged to play a song domestic of cups.
2: Side. Yeah, domestic. I can't stand domestic cups, so I just want to clear that up. You know, I'm not being defeated, or, or defeated in this. I'm just, I literally would, wouldn't even. I do that whole uh, get the reserve team manager, all to managing these things. I love that idea. I just think you know, depending on how the draw goes, the if it was a thing that we're out of the league, if someone, let's say somebody puts a run together and stretches away and we're just getting decimated and it's like, right, the league well, is attainable yeah, and we're in the cup, you know, would if if we're out of the league running, we're knocked out of the Champions League, the FA Cup is the only target. I'm saying that that'd be a par for this season, but only for this season because it's an unusual year. You're spot on. The draws we get are usually stinkers.
0: Guaranteed we never see- get
2: an easy run.
0: But you see, the thing is, even if we got, even if we got a a decent draw, it's too early in the campaign to make a show where you you can say I'm going to put a couple of players in here to make sure we get through. If it was a bit further down the line and you were a bit clearer (laughs) on Champions League and you're a bit clearer on the league, I get you. But yeah, maybe I can see a little bit what where you're coming from, where you take a risk in it and see if you can get down. And get ourselves in three competitions come the start of February and yeah. then look at what we have. Yeah,
2: that, that's, and that's all
0: enough. based on the
2: draws. Like, I'm not saying yeah. being off the leg and, and, and rest the big lads mm-hmm. if we're playing City, uh, City at home, but we've laid Chesterfield at the weekend in the cup. I'm not saying that. I'm mm-hmm. just saying if the draw goes nice and we have some squad there, is it, it, it unusually acceptable? That's mm-hmm. all I'm
0: saying. David Lassoff says we're in no position to prioritise the domestic cup competitions, concentrating the title and the UEFA oh, Champions League only. I fully David, I
2: cannot stand the Domestic cups I don't even think we should enter them. I'm just yeah. saying this year it's a little bit different.
0: Okay. Grizz, um come may, um are you are you turning to me and going, ah, you Are you all right? Uh them four hundred messages you sent me saying we're gonna win the league, you were spot on. Or um I, I, is your confidence dropped a little bit by what's uh, going on at the moment?
3: Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and sort of uh, say my confidence hasn't dropped. Um, I think anyone's confidence that hasn't dropped is, I'd say, fairly fairly um, deluded. You have to. You can't say you're as confident as you were at the start of the season without Virgil van Dijk and Joel Gomez. I mean, that's hmm. it, it wouldn't make sense to to have the same optimism. But yes, the optimism, the positivity is still there. For the reasons that we've discussed um, you know, in terms of you write down on and, 11, and it's scary as anyone's, in fact, more scary. Um, you know, Tiago Henderson, Genie in midfield. I mean, let's 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 say Ox. Some people have been saying that Ox was um, put a picture up with a football outside training, it's an old picture, but um, he is you know nearly back to training, but he's still about a month away. When um, did he get injured? I kind can't of remember the last. He got injured. Season, he I got know, injured in preseason. I think it was the second two preseason months. game. Yeah, it's been two months. Got the
4: same injury. Same injury. Henson got though. Henson was not too. Henson got back in a bit quicker than two months. That's the frustration. That's the frustration with him. He does seem to take yeah, on long, long time. Yeah, but you know, he's.
3: Obviously, because of his it- past, they have to be, A, extra careful <laughs> and there's always complications as a result of the injuries that he's had in past as well. So, you know, it's a slight unfair comparison. But I know what you mean. The frustration is there. Look,
4: that's, we... That's we, what I mean. That's why people get frustrated. Yeah. I yeah. we
3: can't help we, we, it. We, can't help we, it. We, we say 80%. We play those games with... Eight, uh, 80% of those games with the squad that we've mentioned, right, for being your Matip centre-half. The midfielders, no injuries. Um and, and and Simic has to step in if Robo needs a rest. I still think we win the league. I still think we'll win the league. Um, but I don't think, it, obviously, it's not, a, it's not a walk away with it. Um, I, I believe any team that puts a run of 10 games, like we know us and City are capable of putting 10 wins in a row. And I do believe that's all it's going to take this season. It's not going to take 18 game winning streak or a 14. We win eight to 10 games in a row. And I really think that makes you favourites for the league. Now, whether that's us or City or both of us, it's an exciting season to look forward to and I'm and I'm absolutely fine with it. I know we started off a bit doom and gloom, but after seeing your faces and chatting to you, um I think we're we're up and running again. Okay. Let's let's be on Leicester Saturday.
0: Jonathan Sunday, Jonathan Tracy, Grizz. uh, He wants you in Dublin at the end of May. You'll have a big pint of Guinness for you. He knows you don't drink. I'll drink it for him. Uh, Title back to back. Get it together. (laughs) Anybody
3: wants to buy me a drink, feel free to. Because my my best mate. Because I'll drink it for you. Um, So it's still accepted.
0: Absolutely, Um, but I will. Just funny you say that, uh, Jonathan. Literally, when all this COVID stuff is over. Myself, Grizz, Keith, Shawnee, whatever, whoever we get to get we are going to get together, whether that's Dublin or we all just invade Grizz's gaff because he literally lives mm-hmm. fifty yards from a pub. It's brilliant. Um so literally when all this is over and we're free to travel, we are going to make sure we all travel in a group and all get together whether it be in Liverpool or Dublin or wherever it might be that is 100% going to happen and we're constantly talking about it we're constantly wishing for it I still I still fucking have flights and hotels booked for next May in Liverpool oh and I'm refusing to let go of them I'm refusing like the hotel was literally fucking a 100 quid for two nights and I just won't let go of it for, on that date I just simply won't um, but look as soon as all this is um, this stuff is over and we're free to travel and we're not even free to travel free to Meet up, congregate, go for a drink, go for a field, wherever it might be. That's when we when we will absolutely do something. And you're all invited. You can all come. It's no problem, um, lads. Before we go, is there anything else you would like to bring up before we leave, Chris? Uh,
4: if you if you're free on Wednesday night, um, Liverpool women are playing Everton in the cup, uh, and it's nice. free on LFC TV and it's free on YouTube. Brilliant. Uh, did they play today? Bit of a disappointment. They did. They drew. Disputing 0-0 today So they are currently okay. sitting uh, three, po- three points off top uh, So Ever- okay. the Everton games in the Cup uh, Everton are currently In fairness to it, Everton are third in the uh, Super League Premier So Everton are having a really good season Yeah so But it's a good season for them But the women They, they do not at like the Championship But yeah it's free on YouTube uh, So as okay. you get a free game to watch
0: Wednesday night There you go um, There's your Thank entertainment you source
1: ready.
0: That's it uh, Keith That's anything else before we go?
2: No, no, just with this talk of getting together and congregating, Gav. Don't forget, we've we've to do a band session as well. We've to have a jam yes, session when all do. this is over. We do. <laughs> we've, uh, we've we've loads. We've a back catalogue of stuff. What are you? What, are you, what, are, you,
0: what are you playing? What, what, what,
2: what, well, um... We've learned the tin whistle?
0: Oh we've yeah, we've that's right. That all, really. I'm on the banjo. We've lads on Excellent guitar. On it. Yeah. So as soon as um as soon as we can do that, that will be in Dublin. That did be I'm, a in yeah, my 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 somewhere. banjo really doesn't promise. my banjo doesn't travel on Ryanair you know don't yeah, know what way it'll come yeah. out at the end so that's we'll in don't Dublin have a walk. <laughs> But um, <laughs> but for the the whole football team meeting up and stuff um we're definitely doing it. I've actually had an offer from a friend of mine that is in Dublin has a complete bar out his back and I mean complete right absolutely wall to wall Liverpool and he's literally said lads as soon as it can be done he said all get over here. We'll have a few points. We'll have a laugh. We do a podcast, I mean, and he wants Grizz to come in also. Um, it's it's it'll be brilliant as soon as we can sort it out. Uh, Grizz, anything else before we go? Uh,
3: just a couple of things. So basically, we oh, may have a couple. special. Strap we may,
2: yeah.
3: we may have a, we may have a special special show coming up this week. Uh, we don't want to give too much away, uh, mm. but keep a lookout, Gav. I'm sure we'll keep you updated with anything. Um, if any progression with that. <laughs> as, soon,
0: as soon as you tell me what it is, I'll try to keep people updated. Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> so I'll let Gav know and he'll let you guys know, but that should be a cracker. Uh, secondly, just want everyone watching uh, to know that that's not Keith's um, tabletop fan in his face. That's actually a microphone. People may think that it's one of those that little fans that just keeps him cool. Uh, it's not. No. It's an actual top of the range microphone. Just wanted uh-huh. to make sure. People okay. know that. To me, I
0: it looks like one of those fans, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, worse than Keppa asks, Keith, are you good at karaoke? I'd love to go and do karaoke a lot of us. That'd be the crack. Oh, um, I don't I know if that's an alias because I am good at karaoke, so that Same. must be someone who knows me,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. right, yeah.
0: And what, what, what's your favourite yeah. karaoke song? What's the one you go to for? Two Bad by
2: Meatloaf. Wow, well, wow. Well, yeah, that's brilliant. me tune, that's me jam. Yeah,
0: my mate Carl Blake is in the chat there. He'll know, he'll back me up. I'm amazing. Yeah, and really? you know, funny you don't if you say me Meatloaf, um, I, I think um, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. But Meatloaf is an exceptional karaoke song as yeah. well. i done is Paradise you? by the Dashboard Light one time with a stranger. Yeah, yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> was that karaoke or was that just yeah, doing karaoke, stuff with strangers? Karaoke. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. Avo uh, was, how's the banjo going, Gav? It's gone, Grant. Um, I, I pick it up once a week and just strum it and then walk away from it and go, yeah, I'll be Grant. Sure, this COVID's never ending. A uh, lot of people... Um a lot of people are asking, where is Canage, um, episode two? Well, Grizz just said he may have a very special show for you during the week. It is Canage related, um, but we're saying no more about it. Um, he is working hard on getting guests and he's making sure he picks the right guests for you. I'm being honest. He's, he, you know, he, he really is. He's making sure he can do, um, you can do the absolute best for you. Uh, great podcast again, says Rajiv. Thanks a million. Uh, universal boss, Jürgen Klopp, him or another super chat. This fella is, um, this fella is brilliant. He's, he's funding, yeah. he's funding me at this stage. <laughs> uh, hopefully COVID-19 vaccine works. We can get fans back into Anfield to push us to our 20th league title. Um, I'm all for it. I'm absolutely all yeah. for it. Uh, those predictions mm-hmm. coming in, um, for the Leicester game, 3-1, 2-1. Uh, Keith, give us an early prediction. You can change it during the week. Grizzle do it eight times anyway. 5-3. Oh, nice. Chris. Oh, Grizz, 2-2. This
3: is the makings of
0: a (laughs) (laughs) 2-2. I'm going to go 3-2 Liverpool, early prediction. But as Grizz will tell you, I will reassess when I see the lineup. Um, What's coming up this week? The Forum. Um, The Forum's going to be a belter tomorrow night. Um, If if you're watching now and you want to watch it, it, absolute carnage, not carnage, carnage tomorrow night, um, the Forum will be that. Basically what they're doing is, it's Grizz, Phil, Nilo, and Pete. They are having a debate about a flare 11 versus a functional 11. Who would be in your 11 on both sides and who would win the game? And if the WhatsApp group has anything to go by in the last couple of days, Grizz has actually begged. He's actually gone to an embassy somewhere to try to get out of this WhatsApp group because it's that insane <laughs> and the arguments are gone. But it will be an absolute cracking show tomorrow. There'll be loads of argument, loads of debate. So get in there and give your flair 11 and your function 11 and then who could win. So that should be really good. Wednesday night, is um, we're going to have a Liverpool quiz. Um, that will be from 10 o'clock. We'll have that and then we're back to the football and Friday night will be a Friday forecast. Um, so yeah, we've a, we've a fairly good week coming for you. Trying our best. Um, as I said. Uh, Grizz is trying his best on something as well, which is um fair play. To him he's he's putting in the the hard hours, he's putting in the hard yards as well. And I think that's about it. If if you want to stay up late, if you're allowed just you stay up late, um, in about fifteen minutes' time, I will be live back on YouTube playing the final round of the Masters. I start off at ten under par. Um, Dustin Johnson, the prick, uh, finished on twenty <laughs> under today, so I have to shoot uh sixty one or better to get the green jacket. Um, it's gonna be tough, but I'm gonna give it a right go in about 15 minutes time so go off make a cup of tea grab yourself a drink whatever you want and um come back and not join me at missed. half 11 not, not to be missed, missed well it might probably be better off missing it. but if you want to stay up and uh, watch it it's a bit of crack it's something we're trying it's something um, we're trialing at the moment but um it should be really good lads it's been an absolute pleasure thanks a million chris
4: cheers for having me thanks
0: good stuff Grizz, uh we will talk to you soon and of course updates on canons during the week
3: yes pal Different.
0: good stuff Keith you go off to Eminem direct and buy yourself some sort of just uh, an update week. Independiente
2: are currently playing at the moment in the Copa league Liga professional group 2 against um G- defensive just this year managed by the Greyhound and Crespo it's currently nil all 70th right. minute so you know for 20 for next 20 minutes get on and check that out and then come and watch the golf Come and watch the golf, then, yeah, good way to bridge the gap. And Jonathan Tracy said shells are gone down tonight. Your thoughts, Gav, you're probably the lighter about that, yeah. Um, good <sighs> Dublin club coming back up and then straight back down, yeah. they come back
0: down, um, they were poor for most of the season. Um, yeah. not a big fan of Longford either, but no. uh, I watched the game earlier, it, it was fairly poor, but that's the way it goes. But it's <laughs> me of the mismanaged club aren't they? yeah yeah, yeah the if, balls, if, oh boy, it's a hard, it's hard lead mismanaged. to get out of now it's a hard lead to yeah. get out of Mr Slackalot says he's betting on two eagles tonight Gav. lads I'm going for every single pin tonight I'm not playing yeah. around I'm not going for the percentage play I'm you can't be
2: conservative it. Gav you have to attack this now if
0: I you have to attack it jacket, I, ha- I have to go for it I spoke to Grizz earlier and Grizz said look just believe in yourself just, yeah. just see the shot you want to hit and hit it and that's what I'm going for so um. Lads, I'm, I'm literally getting off this. I'm gonna ha- yeah. genuinely I'm just gonna get off this, have a smoke, come back, plug the bleeding computer in I thought, going to say, I thought
3: he was gonna say have a stretch warm up. <laughs> oh, I'll do that as well. I'm
0: gonna put me I'm gonna put my golf i gotta put me golf glove on now and uh, yeah. a pen behind my ear to mark me card. And the little visor and all
2: that. But if you, win, if you win if you win, get on to M M direct, you might get a green jacket cheap
0: on there. Oh no, if I if he's I already, win this, I'm gonna I'm, I'm, Yeah, if I yeah. win this I'm going to um uh, tweet Dustin Johnson and go, listen. I played four rounds on the Xbox I got a better score than you just send the jacket over it's only fair I think that's yeah. grand innit? not it yeah, yeah. alright right we're out of here that's enough messing that's being the fat back for <laughs> um, you know what's happening during the week keep an eye on our Twitter our Facebook our Instagram uh, the F- Flick Sport app wherever you need to find us and we'll do our absolute best for you again this week over now
1: when you get a ticket for not wearing your seatbelt it comes from the police and from your mother and your best friend and your family we want you to buckle up every trip, every time. Three out of four people ejected from a vehicle in a crash will die. If you
2: won't do it for yourself, do it for us. We like having you around.
1: Click it or ticket. A message from the Michigan Office of Highway Safety Planning. Harvard Business School Online offers professional certificate courses that are 100% online and can be completed on your own time. Discover how HBS Online can help you take the next step in your career and try a free
3: business lesson today at hbsonline.info.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.